0: Hello, hello, it's Mama Jen coming to you from the Holy Ghost Kitchen. Hope everyone under the sound of my voice finds themselves well today. I know that some of us have prayer needs, and after I finish this broadcast, I'll be going into my prayer closet to intercede and pray uh, for all of you that are in Mama Jen's Holy Ghost Kitchen group and um and however else the Lord leads. So I sense that the Lord wanted me to share to you some honeycomb today and that is a teaching about angels. So my favorite teacher on this topic is prophet Charlie Champ and actually he's just uh, releasing his book on angels I went to one of his schools in June and it was phenomenal, Um, so I've been able to sit under that teaching and dig into it and I want to share with you from it. And I will tell you probably the main reason or one of the main reasons that I follow and partner with Prophet Charlie Champ is because he is a phenomenal teacher of the Word and also of church history. When you go to one of his intensives, you feel like you're in a master level class in college. It's so deep, so rich, very detailed, meaty with the Word of God. And he teaches us that way because he wants us to be confident to be able to argue what it is that God is showing us through his Word and through his presence and manifestation in our lives. So there was a famous mystical prayer father in the third century, and his name was Suedo, P-S-E-U-D-O, Dionysus D-I-O-N-Y-S-I-U-S. And he was the Bishop of Athens. He was converted by Paul, and he identified the nine classifications of angels that Charlie teaches about, and this was confirmed by the famous St. Thomas Aquinas. He was considered to be the angelic doctor, and he was considered to be balanced in faith and reason. So you see these classifications and this revelation, it's not really new, but the Lord is unpacking it to us again. So the portion that the Lord wanted me to share with you today about is um, from the scripture in Luke 2, 18. And if we start, um, let's start at verse which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning the child. And here we are at verse 18. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. And we see in verse 13, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So we know this is that when the skies open up, they saw all the hosts of heaven or troops of heaven or a heavenly body. Sometimes the angels are referred to as the stars of heaven. In that moment, when the heavens opened, these shepherds saw every classification of angelic beings. Now in the Old Testament they did worship angels, but in the New Testament we worship God. And that is very important because we have been given a partnership with these messengers as we see clearly in this scripture, these angels were sent to communicate to the shepherds what was happening, and that they were then to take that word that was given to them and share it themselves. Now we worship only God, only the living God, only Jesus Christ, the Father and the Son, the three in one, the Trinity. And there was some prayer moves that were off that I grew up in. And people would command angels, now you go angels and you do this, like as if they were speaking to a dog. And you know, angels are created beings. We're seen in the word where there are They are called the Elohim, just as we are called the Elohim. They are also called sons of God. But they are created in an instant, and they are created in troops. They're multiple creations all at once. They come into being, unlike humans, that we are born from procreation, and given birth to one at a time and this is what makes what jesus did for us so incredible because he as god took on the form of man and was born from the womb of a woman and he went to the cross in that same condition as a man as the son of god 100 percent and Son of Man 100%. And when He was nailed to that cross, and we were nailed there with Him, when you get to the closest translation, it's co-created, the ecstasy of our union, the bliss of our union in Him, that we were nailed there with Him, and that all of our shame, all of our sin, past, present, and current, was nailed to the cross with him. I think in another podcast, I called it a sifter, but I think actually a strainer is a better analogy. I remember when my mom used to make marmalade and she would cook the oranges on the stovetop until they began to thicken and then she would strain them through the strainer and all the seeds and the skin would be left behind. And you would just get the beautiful co- congealed fruit would come through the strainer and into the bowl. So going back to our understanding of in the Old Testament, how they worshipped angels. If you um, look at Acts 7, beginning at verse 37, the Bible reads... This is that Moses who said to the children of Israel, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear. And if you skip down to verse 42, we know what happened was that they had made, in verses 38 To 41 it talks about them making a calf and that they offered sacrifices to idols and rejoiced in the work of their own hands and in verse 42 the word says then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven as it is written in the book of the prophets did you offer me slaughtered animals and sacrifices during 40 years in the wilderness O house of Israel you also also took up the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your god Ruffian, images which you made to worship, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. So we see that God gave them over to worship angels because they weren't worshiping him. And this is... Um, I believe a warning even to us that you know we don't go seeking after supernatural experiences or encounters. We seek you know matthew six thirty three and thirty four seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. well, as we seek after the Lord. As we pull into an ever-deepening intimacy with Him in His Word and in His presence, then conversations with and encounters with angels becomes natural. And they are usually sent to us, they're sent to bring us a communication. Sometimes they talk to us, sometimes they give us something. I frequently have a communication from angels in my dreams. They give me things, they show me things to come, um, they give me directions. I've, um, I've been known to release angels. That's one of the things that some of you know. I have a prophetic um, dance ministry and it's called Teshuvah. Teshuvah is a Hebrew word that means a lot of things it means repentance restoration and most recently the lord told me it also means restorer of the breach to restore the breach and i release angels um, most recently i encountered an angel in in a trance or a vision and It actually had the body of hematite, you know, this precious stone hematite, and its eyes, I shouldn't say were, because this angel's with me, its eyes are like emeralds. So, just wanted you to know that angelic activity should be normal In the lives of believers today and that the Lord wants us to be aware that his angelic hosts are here to assist us but we're not to order them around as if they are some lower-class citizen but we are to partner with them but our focus needs to be on the King and his kingdom and he will speak to us in so many ways He'll speak to us through angels. He'll speak to us through dreams. Yesterday, there was a a convocation, I think it's called, of angels above the school where I work. It was so supernatural that my jaw dropped. There was like four or five of them soaring. Uh, It's above the water. I'm in uh, Rhode Island near... um, jamestown river james in the town of jamestown near the james river and then a little bit later there was two and they just kept going higher and higher until then i could see them no more and then last night when i was walking the dog and the lord had me go to the right outside of my apartment I'm surrounded by water on four sides, so one side faces Connecticut, the other side, I mean three sides, not four sides, one side faces Connecticut, one side faces Rhode Island, and the tip of the point faces out into what's called Lord's Passage, and that leads to the Atlantic Ocean, which leads to the UK and out (laughs) beyond into the depths. So as as I was walking with the dog, it was right at sunset, and that's this was the end of Purim, if you remember. So at sunset, Purim, the celebration of um, Esther. There's a whole prophetic thing about that too, but I won't go into it. <laughs> Regardless, to say, I saw two angels, and they were as lights, and just like the eagles flew up and disappeared yesterday afternoon. These two lights went up and disappeared. So I'm not sure what it all means yet, but I know it means something. So I just wanted to share my own supernatural experiences with you to encourage you to dig into the Lord for your own supernatural experiences. It would be really easy in this hour to get caught up in chasing after another person's supernatural experience because they have a platform that maybe you don't have. But he wants to have these supernatural experiences with each of us personally and intimately. He cares just as much about our personal intimate experiences as he does the global national international things that are happening in the earth realm he really does and i just pray lord that you help each of us to gain a deeper sense and knowing of the intimacy that you desire to have with each of us lord i thank you for your overshadowing I thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that hovers over each person under the sound of my voice. And I thank you, Holy One, that you encourage us, you lead us, you guide us, you direct us, you bring us into all knowledge and understanding that we we may come to know more fully the length, the depth, the breadth, the width of the love that you hold for each of us. We thank you for your love, Father. We thank you that you love us unconditionally. We thank you that we don't have to work to earn your love, that there's nothing that we can do to remove your love, that you love us no matter what, and that you're calling us home to rest in and reside in you. And we thank you for that, Lord. And we bless you, bless you, Lord, bless you, bless you, bless you, Father, bless you, Jesus Christ, bless you, Holy One, bless you, bless you, bless you, and I bless each and every one of you with the Mother's blessing. And I ask the Lord to meet your every need today according to His riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Signing off now from Mama Jen's Holy Ghost Kitchen. Hope you enjoyed your honeycomb.